This is a HeadGum Podcast. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. We watched A Week Away, and we're going to talk about it today on Good Christian Fun. Army Hammer Cannibal. Consider the source. Hey. God, consider the source. I love to beat everything. Need that noodle thing left? I'm a fan of my mom. Consider the source. Plater platter. I don't understand the question, and I won't respond to it. Oh, rest in peace, Miss Jessica Walter. Welcome to Good Christian Fun. I'm Kevin. I'm Caroline. And we're to have Good Christian Fun. Was Jessica Walter a Christian? Caroline, what say you? Jessica Walter, Christian. Yes, it's so good. See confirmed. you in heaven, babe. We'll see you there, honey. Oh, goodness gracious. That was that was really affecting for some reason. She Miss Jessica Walter, as of recording this, passed away a couple of days ago. And Yeah, how are you doing? Did you grow up with arrested development, Caroline? Was that I uh, did, yes. Okay. That I, was a family show. That that was a show your family watched together. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. was a show my family watched together as well. One of those rare family consensus shows. There's not a yes. lot of them. So I've That been... in the Office was like my family show. And everybody loves Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good mix. So, everyone loves Raymond is good. Three I think perfect it's, comedies. I think it's great. I think everyone loves Raymond is great. I think that was the it's last fun. I love it. No, it's a good show. What about you? What were your like family shows growing up? The family. They con- had to be like appropriate, but funny. Uh, you know, watch a lot of Frasier with my dad. Mm. I watched the Frasier sign- with your daddy. Now mm-hmm. that's interesting. Frasier with daddy because it's a psychotherapy show, and it's about fathers and sons. You and know? it's about fathers and Frasier sons dealing and with also his cop dad. daddy issues. Mm-hmm. Watching with daddy, interesting. Now, do you think in the Frasier reboot that you know because John Mahoney, the gentleman that played Frasier's father, passed away on the show? His character was an ex-cop. Do you think they'll have him killed in the line of fire in the? <laughs> <laughs> They'll probably have him killed in like an Antifa riot or something like that in the show. Antifa, father, what did you think it meant? <laughs> good God. But he's saying good God and like crying um, to the heavens at his grave. Aww. Our family consensus shows that we all agreed on were Friday Night Lights and Breaking oh. Bad. Those were the two. Maybe there's wow. one other that I'm, I'm forgetting. You watched Friday Night Lights growing up? I loved Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights is I did not pin you masterful. for a football, football friend. It's not about football. It's you know, I get that. It's about people. It's about people. It's about marriage. <laughs> it's about family. <laughs> it's about the economy. <laughs> it's about Buddy <laughs> Garrity. <laughs> it's about Kyle Chandler and Connie Britton loving each other. Have you it ever... It looked good. What's that? It looked good. It's incredible. When yeah. I was in college, I worked a red carpet event at the Texas Film Hall of Fame. I was accredited at the Texas Student Television Station, a public access station that we had on the campus at UT. And I interviewed Connie Britton, and I looked into her eyes. Gorgeous person, to say to say the least. But then, 
I interviewed Kyle Chandler. I looked into his eyes for a whole ass interview. Like, Connie is a schlub. Connie's like, <laughs> she can go <laughs> F off. <laughs> Connie who? Connie what? Oh, God. Kyle I'll Chandler. I'll talk to Ky- Connie to get to Kyle. In the flesh. I know. The Connie Kyle move. <laughs> Good Christian Fun is the podcast where we talk about Christian pop culture, which I think Friday Night Lights technically is. One of the characters becomes a Christian for a little bit. Mika Kelly's character. I just assumed everybody on that show was Christian in in the show. Kind of, I mean, it's part of it, the way it's part of Texas. I, you might like Friday yeah. Night Lights. It's it's such a lovely show. I rewatched an episode a couple weeks ago. Man, oh, yeah. it's, it's very beautiful. Um, but nice. yes. Friday Night Lights, Christian pop culture. Music, <laughs> movies, sure. entertainment, made for and made by Christians. But we're not here to make fun of you or to make you go to church. We're just here to have fun. Caroline, we're talking about a week away. It's our second musical in a row. It's our third musical in the year of 2021 that we have wow. covered on Good Christian Fun. Now, do you think that has to do with your commitment to watching musicals this year? No, I've not watched any outside chance. of the movies we've watched for oh, this no. show. <laughs> well, at least you got three. That's one fully coincidental. I know three, <laughs> and then four. You know, Christmas on the Square. We started that ball rolling in December of last yeah, year. Yeah, that's right. It's with, been a good year for Christian musicals. It's been nice. a wonderful year for Christian a landmark musicals year. on the Good Christian Fun podcast. <laughs> I'm so happy. I mean, it is. It helps. I'll tell you that. We love it here. Uh, and it's a week away. We're recording this, you know, right on the heels of a week away coming out. We're doing this out of the record we are order. At the premiere, there's there's an episode <laughs> coming out next week that we recorded like three weeks prior, and it's going to sound weird. And our second services are going to sound weird in the chronology. But we had to do it. We had to seize the had moment. To slot it in. We heard your cries. We heard your cries. We heard your singing. But we couldn't do it alone. Of course, we needed a special guest. Who could we possibly get? Well, friend. Friends and folks, you know her from The Floor is Lava. You know her from Match Game and TikTok. <laughs> Give it the hell up for Alyssa Sabo! <laughs> oh my gosh, wow. Well. should call you Alyssa Savo. Alyssa Savo. Alyssa Savo. Oh, that's very sweet. Now, I didn't, re- I didn't put this connection together, because, but you were on Match Game. Hosted by Alec Baldwin, at one point you were a source for Alec Baldwin to consider. <gasps> yeah, right. he considered the source, and it was Alyssa Sabo. <laughs> well, and and you know my episode. You know who else was on my no. episode? Sarah Palin. <laughs> Whoa! I forgot Sarah about that. Palin. Sarah Palin. <laughs> Epping Sarah Palin was oh on my, my gosh. Yeah. Were you into Sailor <laughs> Sailor, Sailor Palin? I, was I called her Sailor Palin. I was flying the USS Sailor Palin. I'm jumping on her lifeboat. I loved honest, her. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I had a huge poster of Sarah Palin. <laughs> Doing what? Because they had a huge crush on her. Oh, it was Being just a her with her bun and her glasses. Yeah. Yeah. Being a beauty queen maverick, mm. a hockey mom. Oh, Being a beauty Dexter. Queen. Oh, yeah. We should, you know, I guess we we can out Sorry. this on the show. For we, the listeners at home. <laughs> for the listeners at home. Beep, 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 beep. Breaking report. We, you know what? I mean. Barking report. Barking report. Barking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, on the GCF podcast, we have a barking report. Barking news. Houston, we have a dog. Houston, we have a dog. Houston, we have a dog. Dexter. 
I'm oh my god, they're cute. I'm a father. He's so a daddy. happy. Oh my god. So happy. Kevin, I've adopted, how are you liking the daddy life? I have adopted a dog. I, oh. I, I went public with it a few days ago. And I like to think that I really had a big say in this. Do you, would you agree? I leaned on you. <laughs> I leaned on you and, okay, and also friend of the show, Angela, for a lot of my counsel with this. Because we're dog heads. Yes, you're big doggos. Uh, also friend of the show, Renee Culver and Dana Wickens, who uh, used to be a producer over oh at Earwolf. my goodness. How many people did you talk to? You leaned on a lot. <laughs> I'm a lot of support. <laughs> what did they tell you? A lot of dog they support. They said, do it. I like, love okay, dogs. Water. Water is important. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two. I kept Food. saying. Three. <laughs> It is a huge decision. You have to and feed even, the dog. Yes. You, gotta feed it, you have to feed it. You have to give it water. And you got to clean up its poop poop. And I, but I'm like, anybody that is like, oh, I'm thinking about adopting a dog. Like my take is just absolutely 100% freaking do it. Like not yeah. even a question. Yeah. I mean, and you and can figure I'll, it out. I'll, I'll just spend a brief second on this because this actually came about Caroline, because a friend of the show, Christine Nangle, who we had on an Amy Grant you had Christmas. Lauren Dangle? Lauren Dangle. <laughs> yeah, Lauren Can you Dangle. imagine if I got this dog? Because yes. Lauren Dangle, every time I looked at it, I thought of her. <laughs> It's just, so bad. you know, there's a way you can trace this back in that the Doughboys are responsible for me having Dexter the dog <laughs> because I know Christine because of Doughboys. Christine did our podcast. Then we were communicating. I fostered a, another dog for 24 hours, not Dexter, but a little rescue. She found the street named Nina, who's a little crap. chihuahua who was very <laughs> cute. Uh, not a piece of crap, Caroline. Wow. Is that what you said? I'm being a little stinker. Uh, I mean, well, I will say Nina was a little stinker. Thankfully, we reunited her immediately with the owner. We found him. Um, it was great. He, she was so happy to go back. But then Christine sent this next door ad for Dexter. And someone was putting him up for adoption on the next door app in her neighborhood, closer to her. I would have never seen it without Christine. She sent it to me. His name was Dexter, and he looked like a little doll in the face. Yes. He's so sweet. He's his, so cute. His big brown eyes. And so I met up with him. We did a date in the park, half hour. And then I thought I would talked about your families, I, talked about what you studied in school. Yeah, I said, how many siblings do you have? And he was like, seven, I think, eight. I don't know. And I'll never see I'll them never again. I'll never see them again. And then we did it. Really a, is I thought a I thought I had no chance at him because she said, I'm meeting up with two other people or I've, or I've met with one of them. I'm meeting up with one of them again. And they all sound like responsible adults. I'm like, well, I'm going to look like trash compared to them. But Right. And they, Dexter is a gold digger. A little bit too. That's the thing, yeah. <laughs> that I had to look out He's for. Like, oh, what's in the bank account? Do you have a voice for Dexter yet? No, it's a good question, Caroline. But I, I haven't landed on a voice yet for Dexter. Right. I didn't want to do an impression and then have yeah. it be the wrong one. Should we try to? Do what we would we'll think. Find we'll find it. We'll find it as we go. <laughs> like I think. Naturally. Because he's Dexter kind of sounds. Dexter sounds like this. <laughs> <laughs> Dexter's on the fret at night light. Dexter's a little yeah. Reba. <laughs> a little Reba dog. <laughs> hey y'all. I'm Dexter. Dexter likes to hang out He's a gentleman. Is he a southern gentleman? I don't know. Well, he's so also we're... German, so that has to go in there. Of like, I'm Dexter. Yeah, oh, I will say. German. This is problematic. <laughs> Caroline, I told you in confidence, but I think now, I, I know Dexter's heart now, so I, I can say this publicly. This right. is not a joke, but 15 minutes within bringing him home on our trial weekend, 
he mm. immediately went to my bedroom and peed on a Black Lives Matter sign. <laughs> oh my oh gosh, no. I thought you were going to say like 15 minutes with you and he asked Jesus Christ into his heart. <laughs> no, he did the opposite. Wow. So I think he didn't understand what the sign meant. And if he did, he would have never done that. And I know his yeah. heart and he's a wow. good boy. Yeah. Wow. And so Lots of free passes. I've put up a lot of pictures of cops for him to pee on. So hopefully he's like, well, none <laughs> of it matters, it I guess. Out. Yeah. <laughs> but no, so we Speaking did a trial of, weekend. I, and oh, I well, I'll tell you this later. Finish your story. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, just real quick. We did the trial weekend and then I invited Dexter. Like I invited Christ into my heart when I was three years old. I invited Dexter into <laughs> my home at 31 years old and he <laughs> is my boy now he's my beautiful boy he's and I precious so for much. the listeners i mean these two fit together they are peanut butter and jelly it's adorable dogs and caroline dog. loves him which was very important and very touching for me dog. to see them bond when when we saw them together it was dogs very are great sweet. yes yes a good one. so I'm, i don't I'm, like every dog i like this dog she loves this dog and i'm sure Alyssa wow. will too and i thank you Alyssa, for your counsel throughout this decision making process it was very meaningful to me I'm so happy for you. I'm happy and, too. I can't yeah. wait for her, him to meet Paula. For them such to a secure, it's, it's going to be, yeah. I mean, Paula is my first like real relationship. <laughs> I know. I'm like, Aww. I'm committed to a being on earth. Yeah, for like exactly. A long, Living it's it's kind of scary. What were you going to say, Caroline, before I kept droning on about Dexter? Well, I want to finish the Dexter combo because it'll take us somewhere else. Oh, we're pretty much done. I mean, I guess we'll announce he's kind of, He's gonna. He's coming on GCF as a co-producer. So everything you hear now, he's wow. gonna take a pass on. Been here one week and he gets co-producer. And meanwhile, I'm still assistant <laughs> I to know. the microphone. <laughs> I'm still. Caroline's been Zoom gunning for caddy. that co-producer spot for years, <laughs> and I just don't I'm trust. I'm basically her quite just enough. a we work for you all to do this podcast at. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, um, I know. It's dog privilege. What but can no, I say? congrats to my coworker. I love Dexter. <laughs> Welcome in. We'll go to do happy hour with the, with the team oh, at I some point, too. you know, when we're back in normal times. I love too. And we're all vaccinated. We're all on the way of, to being fully immune. All three of us. That's are. right. Yeah. Which is nice. Yeah. Oh, Alyssa, you got your, you got your shitty shot? Shitty I got shot. my, I got my Moderna and my, Ooh. I got, and my boobs grow a couple hundred inches. <laughs> so, wow. folks, if you need anything else. This should be the PSA. Water. <laughs> this should be the celebrity PSA. <laughs> I know. Uh, my, and my boobs, boobs grow big. a couple hundred inches. I was scared. Listen. Yeah, I got then- first shot. Pfizer gave me giant gazongas. That wasn't <laughs> well, a no, I got Moderna, which is Dolly Parton. So oh, I see. Okay. You got it. Yeah, it's like out. a very classic hey. joke. The ice cream lady. <laughs> Dolly Parton, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Strawberry pretzel. What, what was the next conversation, Caroline? Well, today I was um, at a little shopping mall near my house, and I saw a bumper sticker that I thought was uh, poignant. It was a cross, a Christian cross. And then on the inside, it was the Blue Lives Matter flag, <laughs> the thin blue wow. line. Okay, flag. and what did you take that to mean? Like, what? Well, how also did that they had a license plate that said uh, "R.I.P. Tupac" as hmm. well. So it was a lot going on. <laughs> but you know, I was like, man, that is kind of fascinating. That like both the cross and the blue lives matter thing have become merch merged merch Maybe the you know blue lives matter is like for people that have blue cross blue shield health insurance 
Oh, no, Blue Cross Blue Shield. It's like, all right, we got new branding. Yeah. Blue Cross Blue Shield can't lose. (laughs) Hey, see, you already love FNL. I can tell. I do. I do. I like it. Wow. Yeah, Yeah, that is, you know, you see those coexist bumper stickers where it's like, (laughs) you know, the the freaking cross and then the Jewish star of David and then like the Muslim moon and stuff. But this is truly a coexist where it's cops and I love Tupac as well. R.I.P. Yeah, and God. And a Christian God. (laughs) That is a true coexistence. Okay, Caroline is a whammy. Oh, oh, Caroline, I don't like the what you just shared. Hey, come on. Okay. Caroline, did you how see did that? How did you do that? that? How did you even do that so quickly? Caroline just Caroline. sent an image in the chat where she drew a, a speech bubble over Dexter and says, help me while I'm holding him. No, he it loves like you're me. you're kind of choking him too. Oh, oh my God. gosh. I'll post it for the listeners. You guys Post it for later. the listeners. Oh my gosh. I was sure you guys see. shook to see that because I was like, <laughs> Watch. I was like, when she's so sleuth, when did she do that? She's <laughs> doing it. Wow. You never know what I'm doing over here. I know. You I guess when know. I it was when I was droning on and on about something. Gracious. <laughs> droning on. Yeah. On and on. Wait, this is a quick side note. Do yeah. you guys remember that guy that sang that song? It was like, taking my hand to the promised land and on you. I want to stay because I cannot do it on my own. Yes, 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 yes. I need you. Who is that guy? I can't do it on my own. My own. I need you. Yeah, but I need, I need to be right by your side because I cannot have. <laughs> I literally was like, I couldn't figure out on Google. And then I was like, I'm going to ask them. Yeah, I want to need you. Yeah. Is that? It's not. Lord, I know that I need you. I need you. Dun, 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 dun. He had like a fedora. Ooh. You don't remember this, Caroline? I thought this... No, this one being Caroline's Drag Zone, which yeah, is to say Christian really pop culture. Most Christian music. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't listen to that much? Okay. Oh, no, I mean, I knew worship music. Maybe the no, listeners... To Wait, is it Matt, Matt Mayer? popping off. No. It's not Matt Mayer? Here, here, let me no, play this. No, 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 it's, get it off. it's too, it's too <laughs> slow. My hand to the promised land on you. I guess I could just type, I know all the take lyrics. my yeah, hand t- to the promised the land. And then what's take after? Take my hand to the promised land on you. I want to stand because I cannot do it on my own. <laughs> okay, because I cannot do it on my own. But there's own. a lot of stuff when you type that into Google. A lot of stuff. Oh, yeah, oh that's probably I got it, like I got it, I got Dr. It. Funky's live journal. Hey, shut up. Number three. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Now, was it the first thing that came up was Dr. Funky? Yeah, it was. <laughs> I love it. Second thing. Okay, you're thinking... Alyssa, we've we've talked about this song in passing before on the show. I don't know if it was with you, but it's a song called Take My Hand with Sean McDonald. Yeah. Here it is. Listen to it. Spot on impression. (laughs) Yeah, we're about to find out how spot on. Yeah, we get it. Do you like oh, that, wow. Caroline? I do like that. <laughs> um, yeah, nice. I do too. I'm like, I'm not start listening to that. I feel, that felt good. <sighs> that okay, felt sorry, good. Thank you. Quick little detour. I'm so sorry. I love Christian pop culture. No, it was that, a I mean, quick detour from it. like dog stuff to talk about Christian pop culture. <laughs> I think. Oh, no, but dog is very Christian. Dog <laughs> is Christian. What is dog, dog backwards? Is Christian. God. Whoa. <laughs> Kevin, 
actually, here's a question. Actually, here's a question for both of you. Sure. Um, how have you experienced God through your dog? Ooh, Whoa. I was thinking about this in that there used to be, do you remember the old, like, um, it was like the old rhetorical thing that a lot of pastors would do of like, I know it's something I've said before. Who's the your show. God now? Who's your dog now? No, it was dog <laughs> theology versus cat theology. Cats think, <laughs> oh god, there's there's a there's someone that does everything for me. They feed me, they clean me, they bathe me. I must be God. And then a dog experiences that, and they think they must be God. And that's the difference between between dog theology and cat theology. Interesting. Have yeah, you, no, I feel like I'm like not smart enough. I wouldn't like would say. <laughs> I swear that's what the reality LA guys were talking about. Yeah, I that could makes, see them. I, I hear someone saying that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, dog is an acronym for dab on God. <laughs> it is an acronym for that specifically. And but. cat is an acronym for crap at theology. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Reality LA. What about that now? <laughs> oh, no, no, but I do think like being alone with Paula, my dog's name is Paula has brought me back to what I would have imagined I would have felt like as a teen Hmm. and had I just kind of learned how to self-soothe and not make everything into like a huge like god what's the lesson you know what I mean like well because I have like even just thinking about when I used I like full house and there's like they get a dog named Comet and then whenever the girls are having like a moment like usually Stephanie and Michelle were pretty close to Comet, not as mm-hmm. much DJ, but they would like go into their room and like, you know, the sad sitcom music would be playing and they would just be like hugging Comet and be like, what do I do Comet? You know? So like that, it is kind of like a representation of like unconditional love and kind of just like, yeah. So in your, in your yeah. And like learning moments. how to kind of like be who you need yourself to be and like, comfort yourself with your dog because it's like not a person but it Mm -hmm. feels like it Mm -hmm. yeah and then like constant companionship and then also experiencing the limits of that where it's like it may be unconditional and dogs love you so much but at the same time they can't be like hey bro what's on your heart like they they can't yeah they can't (laughs) interrogate your mind like or what you're going through or something so Mm. well my dog can oh i'm sorry (laughs) females are a little more intuitive females are a little more intuitive (laughs) dogs are just like you want a beard (laughs) yeah yeah male dogs are just like do you want some steak (laughs) yeah why don't we play some athletics and like sweat it out (laughs) whatever you're going through yeah i yeah, I, I, I find a little of that. Uh, sometimes the time in the last week that I've had Dexter has been meditative. And just like when it's focused mm. on, on me and him and, and it feels like analogous to sometimes the way prayer used to feel maybe where it's like this is just between me and this thing. It doesn't serve anything else. It's a closed loop. It's not something I share with anyone else in some ways. Yeah, very uh, meditative. Yeah, the like the in, unconditional stuff, yeah, I, I would say is true as do well. Do you look into Dexter's eyes? I look into Paula's eyes every morning and I say, I have like little mantras. Yes. <laughs> but I like look into her eyes every morning and I just say like, you know, whatever. I mean, whatever the mantra is for the day, like, mm-hmm. you're a good girl and so am I. <laughs> <laughs> We're good girls. You're a good girl, and so am I. And we deserve good things to happen to us today. Yes. Wow. 
<laughs> you say, Paula, you're a girl boss bitch. Don't under, yeah. ever undersell yourself. Paula girl, is a girl step boss. Step into your power. Yeah. Step into that. your power. My thing I've been saying to Dexter, which has no actual bearing or effect on him, but he's got a little separation anxiety. This is his third home and final home, I should say, in less than four years. And so when I leave him like home alone he barks a little bit so we're we're trying to train him out of that because i know he like seems to love me so far but he doesn't trust that i'll come back so Mm -hmm. i say i love you so much and i'll always come back for the rest of your life i say that to him oh my god that made me cry oh no (laughs) that's so sweet it is like yeah it is that paul is a similar i'm actually her third home too. Wow, third and yeah. final. Yeah. Trying to, a rule of threes, if you will. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, and I, I think just so like much. I love you so much. It's just weird <laughs> to have a dependent at all. It's weird to, and I know, like obviously, listeners listening to this have like five kids with, or like uh, real children yeah with real yeah, children they're listening i know like, and oh. they, maybe that's how like emotionally unmature or like stunted i am but it's like oh this being is relying on me for them to live i mean it's so much less responsibility than an actual human but it's like it makes you value yeah, your own lost. life in a different way too where it's like i am connected and bonded to something and i have to take care of myself to take care of something else. these are all basic mm-hmm. observations but i'm just feeling them so fully right now in ways that you don't when you're like dog sitting and you're just the fun uncle or you're playing with your nephews and nieces and you're literally the fun uncle. So and yeah, it's different. And I think I, I value my own life in some ways that maybe I didn't, uh, you know, a week ago. Yeah. Aww. Cause in your own life, you'd be like, I don't, I could, you know, maybe not shower for a week or something and maybe no one would have to know. But if I don't get out of bed for a while, Dexter doesn't get a walk. Right. It's food. Well, actually, like Dexter things, encourages you know? me not to shower. That's weirdly something he's kind of adamant. Well, he's, he's like, bro, 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 bro. bro. <laughs> bro Listen, guys like us. It's like a jock. Yeah. He's like, hey, guys like us, we don't need to shower every day. We have a natural scent. Man, I will say, he smells so good. <laughs> So smaller thing he's wearing is lovely. You like, like his son. I do. And I was That's the thing though, even with dating, if I don't like the way a guy smells That's real. I'm like, I don't want to come near you. No. And that's like a pheromone thing. And it's just not that you're gonna mate with your dog. <laughs> so I asked you guys, you know, how you experience God through your dog. Mm-hmm. Um, do you experience Satan through your dog when it poops? Wow. <laughs> Wow, we're gonna talk about Satan now that Lil Nas has dropped his. By the way, started the conversation. We're gonna finish. He started the conversation. No, here's the truth of it, Caroline. Carmen started the conversation that Lil Nas X is finishing for him. Lil Nas was a child's play, like compared to what Carmen was doing with Satan in his videos. You know, come on, grow up. Yeah, I think that video would not exist where, of course, we're talking about the video where Lil Nas X goes to hell and twerks on Satan's dick or whatever. It's I didn't watch the video is. yet, but... but You haven't watched it? I have not, no. I mean, not out of moral objection or something. I'm scared, scared of what it'll you're awaken gonna be in me. attracted to Satan. <laughs> no, I already know that's true. It's a good video. I've been watching it. I know, sometimes... I will videos. say, sometimes I do feel like a prude because, like... With the WAP videos and the Lil Nas videos, I'm slow to watch them, but then I'm like, is that because I morally object? And I know it's not. But I'm like, should I watch these more quickly if I was more comfortable or in tune with my... I think that's okay. You know, yeah. sometimes stuff is just like a little too sexy for you and you just don't want to see that. 
it's not too sexy. Not, you just, don't think it's wrong. I don't. Maybe it's just I subconsciously. It's subconsciously, you're just kind of like, you don't want to watch it until Ben Shapiro speaks on it. It doesn't make sense. Why would he go to hell? There's not a poll that goes straight to hell. It, it doesn't. Yeah, like I'm only ready to watch it once I know Ben Shapiro has called. Just make sure it's all good. If I, I feel safe, That's if him. he contextualizes it for me. Yeah, I know it's not something like, okay. his wife right. is uh, capable of achieving with him as a husband. <laughs> then I, I know I can listen. And that watch was the safely. funniest thing I've ever heard oh when he was God. like, "Um, they could potentially have a yeast infection." <laughs> I Unreal didn't see stuff. that. Never oh, I, laughed harder. That's that's my little Nas. Is any Ben Shapiro video? I try to avoid that. Yeah, that's actually <laughs> for me too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and the the song is "Call Me by Your Name." Uh, timing it just perfectly with all you. the army news. Thank you, little Nas. Actually, called yeah. Montero. Putting that on. Call me when you want. Yeah. It's called Montero. Oh, it's called Montero. Parentheses. Call me by your name. Oh, I see. I see. By the way, yeah. when he posted that note where he said to 14 year old montero i forgot that was his actual name and i was like is he what <laughs> yeah, what is like he doing a child. <laughs> yeah i was like uh, are we mainstreaming this, this like <laughs> what do i have to keep up with in 2021 where it's like you don't understand why it should be normal like, okay i don't understand like but no it's just <laughs> to him as a child it. which is very sweet yeah yeah it was very sweet yes so we we can't wait to go to hell and twerk on satan ourselves um Maybe maybe we'll do it uh, through film. Maybe this film a week Ooh. away will send us to hell. <laughs> Anything else you want to cover before we take a break, Alyssa? Anything know. you wanted to get to? Any stray Christian stuff since you were last? Oh, yeah, time? yeah, yeah. Any stray? Th- Christian thanks, things. thanks for filling in. By the way, for the listener at home, Alyssa came to the rescue. We had a last minute cancellation. Kirk Franklin's son was going to be on the show uh, as our guest, and he had to drop out immediately. Um, he said due to a, a foot and ass injury, um, so right. he had to drop out. And Alyssa, <laughs> and he does have a skinny ass, so in. it hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I stepped in. No, I just want to say I'm glad to be here. I can't remember the last time I was on the pod, but it's like November. You know, I've been, I've been doing, I've been witnessing to everybody on TikTok. Thank you. And, and talking, you know, and I'm, I hope you guys are getting some listeners because I go live on TikTok every now and then <laughs> and I drop good Christian fun because people, there's That's like a so whole nice. community on there yeah. and they're like, what do I do? What should, and I'm like, listen to good Christian fun. <gasps> wow. That's very That's sweet. Alyssa is very funny on TikTok. Bump, Alyssa takes formats that we've church. done on the show and like plays them out to their best possible degree, especially with the going through old Christian journals and diaries oh, yeah. format that we used to I do. I watch them every time. Yeah. They're very good. You guys used to do that? Yeah. I think we did it with you on the show. That's oh, where yeah. Pres Bush came from. Yeah, Pres Bush right. was Never born did. from one of those. <laughs> well, everybody, I, like everybody, always asks me. They're like, "Oh, have you ever done the show Mortified?" I don't know if you guys are familiar with the show. Yeah, Mortified. I know Mortified. That's a good that, show. Yeah. yeah, I did that show like seven years ago, and I'm friends with the creator. So you know, he was, or I was actually doing. I was reading my journal at a stand-up show like eight years ago, and someone saw me reading my journal like my old christian journal and they were like you should do the show mortified and i was like okay Mm. and then (laughs) i became obsessed so i've done that show a bunch and then i was like posting screenshots of my journals to twitter and people were like really liking them and then and then i was like what if i started doing dramatic readings 
And now everybody kind of just compares me to like Jess from New Girl, which is kind of annoying. Weird. <laughs> They're like, oh my gosh, it's Jess from New Girl. And I'm like, just cut like. Well, you have a forehead. I don't even have bangs. Yeah. Maybe it's your voice. Do you think it's my voice? I think it might be your voice. A yeah, bit. I hear some Zoe in there. Yeah. Really? I do, sincerely. Really? <laughs> really? Well, anywho. Really? But yeah, yeah that, that was so fun. I, I remember that episode when I came and brought, I think I brought like 10 of my journals. I was like, which one should I read? Yeah. Yes. I can't believe you have them all generous. in LA. I yeah. know. That's awesome. It's really sad, though, actually, to be honest. I got to be honest. It's actually kind of sad. The, like, the more I do it, the more I'm like, this <laughs> yeah, is actually like, real. Uh-huh. It's like, it's it's like funny, but then I'm like, I'm actually like not okay. That's how you're getting through it, though. Like, that's, <laughs> uh, that's you're, you're shedding light yeah. on it. I guess that's true. And then I guess it's just important to like kind of take a little step away every now and then. Like, yeah. if I need to. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I don't know about you, but it helps you sometimes remember like, oh, yeah, it was as bad as I remembered it, you know, <laughs> or, or yeah. even worse, you know, because sometimes you're like, maybe I'm just like overplaying it a little bit, you know, and mm-hmm. like in my rage against the system or something. And then you're but like, then oh, no, do you I, ever I have feel, a record. I don't know if you guys ever feel this way. Sometimes I feel like when I'm making fun of the way I used to be a little bit and what I used to think, then I feel like. I don't know how to explain it, but I don't have like love for my younger self. Like I, and I know that I should, and that I should just be like, Oh, it's just, I'm trying to transcend from it all. But I don't know. Do you guys ever feel that way where then you're like, Oh, and you need to take a second and like go and hug teenage you and be like, Hey, I love you. And I know you're trying your best. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like sometimes it's like, we're making fun of it so much, you know? Yes. Yeah. I was so upset after one of those episodes that we recorded, I went home and like cried after we did, not because of something Caroline did, uh, that night. Uh, but, but yeah, I like cried after one of the, cause I was just like, this is painful. And, And it did not feel cathartic. It felt like I was wallowing in it without a, without a, um, resolution to it and it was just like that happened and i spent time on that and that's who i was but i didn't have the and that's who i was but here's who i am now and look at me and right be kind to yourself little montero or whatever like i didn't do that I, it, it didn't it didn't get there for me so yes i yeah. totally resonate with that yeah i or think it's like that you know oh that's the person i don't want to be anymore you know and so when i yes. read that it's just like oh no i was that person and i can't escape the fact that mm-hmm. like that's that mm-hmm. is a part of me on some level you know yeah yeah and like we were all just doing our best i think with the information it, that was given to us and we were children on the most yeah. part, like for the most part too you know like so that's what we thought the world and like kids are idealistic too and like when they have an idea they believe in, they go really hard. There's no gray area. And like, you don't have a lot of experience in the world to tell you otherwise. So yeah. you become a fundamentalist like pretty easily. Yeah. Well, and this, <laughs> wow. this might be a stonery thought, but sometimes it's hard to remember that you were a kid at all. Do you know what I mean? You just think of like, that was me 10 years ago. You remember what you thought. You don't yeah. think oh. I was a child 10 years ago. It's just like right. in past me is a lot. You know, it's not, you, you right. can't compartmentalize it the same way where it's like, if I saw a seven year old, I'd be like, yeah, well, a little seven year, you know, like. Right. Well, even you saying you accepted Christ at age three. I'm like, what? Like bananas, right? That's crazy. My like what even you just hearing that, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I know. Like, but you, you did and or you did that happened something uh-huh. along those lines <laughs> like, happened yeah i know yeah oh, i remember boy. even being like i accepted christ when i was eight and i remember there was like a four-year-old who was like i accepted christ and i was like what 
You're half my age. Like, okay, what? smart guy. Okay, Charles <laughs> Mallory. Uh, he's a Christ guy. Christ guy. A four-year-old in youth group. Remember <laughs> when they changed the smart guy theme to that crummy version? It sucked so bad. Because it used to be, he's a smart guy. And then it was just like, there was like no melody in the new one. Oh. oh yeah, it was just like music. He's a smart like, guy. Yeah, but it was like it was. I, I'm. It sounds like I'm coming out against rap or hip hop as a genre. <laughs> Where it's like, which you are, and you are, not. and that's fine. <laughs> no, okay because it. they made the sister sister theme more R and B, and it got better. the The final incarnation of the sister sister theme was the best one. Kevin. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I have to roll way back to our earlier dog conversation because yeah. I just had a realization that's really important. Mm-hmm. And that's the dogs pee on things that they want to claim as property, as theirs. So when Dexter peed oh, wow. on the BLM sign, he was saying, this is mine. I want to be a part of the movement. Oh, yeah. wow. That's so sweet. I love that Caroline has been ruminating. And when he it peed on our me. friend at the picnic the other day, he wanted to be a part <laughs> of her life. You're my friend. And when he peed on Nate's water bottle, he said, this is my water bottle. I want to be hydrated just and like you, my hero When he Nate. peed on the cookies I brought to a friend of mine yesterday, he was saying... <laughs> okay, so we're seeing a pattern. Mm, yeah, it's all positive things. <laughs> I, want De- I hope Dexter pees on me. Oh, well. I hope Dexter pees on me too. I hope he pees on everyone listening to this podcast one day me too uh let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with more good christian fun (sighs) the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center thanks to carvana it doesn't get any better than this your favorite seat's the best spot in the house make it even better by entering your license plate or vin and getting a real offer in minutes there really is no place like home And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome back to Good Christian Fun. Let's dive into the topic. What better movie to do it for? Come on, let's go. A week away. Okay. What what did we know about a week away before we watched it? Caroline, what did you know about a week away before you watched it? I knew very it? little. I honestly didn't even know it was a musical until like a couple hours before we started the movie because someone, I think, tweeted at us about it. Yeah. Um, And I knew that it was on Netflix. That's all I knew, really. Alyssa, what did you know about a week away before we started the movie? Like, literally. I literally. Do you nothing. sent me a clip yeah i did and it was like when did you send that yesterday uh, yeah i sent it to you and Ange yesterday yesterday and i believed i remember watching that and being like what song is that like i was like i know this song <laughs> and mm-hmm. i was like what in the almighty heck am i watching and then i like didn't really reply to it and then today i was like by the way kev what the heck was that clip <laughs> 
then, so I really knew absolutely nothing. And then when I kind of Googled stuff, I was like, the guy from The Office is in this. The Office? Yeah. Oh, Keckner? Yeah. Was Keckner in The yeah. Office for a little bit? Yeah, he was. He had a little guest. It's story. funny, you, little... you that's who he is to you rather than Anchorman or one oh. of his like... <laughs> but I guess I that's know. a huge part for him, it's yeah. The Office starts He home. was funny. And his character in The Office was like, he was like another manager mm-hmm. that Michael loved because he was like even like oh yeah he was like, like the mean pranker guy yeah he was like even <laughs> like a worse pranker than Michael and like Michael thought he was so cool <laughs> yeah he's great in the office yeah I mean yeah. we're we're talking of course of Dave Keckner who was also in a movie called Faith Based that our friend friend Luke Barnett did as well so he's done a nice. few Faith Based oh movies. you know Luke yeah he was on the show last year. Oh, okay. I met him recently. Is I mean, Mambo Twitter. number five ska? That was the question that came out of that episode. Twi- <laughs> I Twitter, I Twitter met him. <laughs> He's really sweet. Um, He's a cool guy. Yeah. Um, Kevin, did you know a lot about this movie before you got in here? Weirdly, yes, yeah. because it was put on our <laughs> radar. Well, they filmed it because watching it, and when it's a Christian production, when it's a Nashville production, you're like, and when it comes out in 2021, there is a question of like, when did they? When did shoot they film this it? Wow. They did shoot it in September set. of 2019, so it was oh wow pre okay. demi wow. pre okay. and shot in Nashville, and it was like a co fund blah blah blah, um, and so it's just been on the shelf this whole time, and then Netflix wow. acquired it, so it's not like. It's not like a Netflix film. I don't know. There's this weird distinction. People think like, it's like The Irishman. It's a Netflix film. But then also Netflix. <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, the A Week Away is like The Irishman. <laughs> <laughs> a Week Away is Roma. Okay. A Week Away is freaking Marriage Story. <laughs> it's Roma. Um, it's Marriage Story. But Netflix just like buys stuff too. So it does they just, feel yeah. like a Netflix movie, like To All the Love Boys I Love Before kind of movie, you know? Okay, take it back. Absolutely, in that. Take it back. No comparison. Just the the like the sweetness of it, you know. Yes, and some I of the found, like. I found nothing sweet about this movie. I know, and some of the existential crisis that maybe I'm the only one that has of like, what is a movie in 2021? <laughs> Because right. what is it wasn't me. Oh, it's like a TV movie. No, it's not. Everything's TV. Oh, it's like direct to video. There's no video. So it's just on net. Like, it's just, there oh. it is. Next to the Irishman. <laughs> okay. And the Oscar goes to a week away for best original <laughs> wow. song. So, so they, they put up a clip of the two leads doing the place in this, a uh, place in this world. My place in this world. My place in this world. Like a year ago, they put this up. And so yeah. I've been waiting for the release date for like a year That's for right. this movie. Because I think I've so seen the funny. preview or something like a long time ago. Yeah, okay. and it was like... And we, I'm obsessed. Every morning Kevin wakes up and he's like, when is it going out? <laughs> today of the day. <laughs> today of the day. Oh, morning every day. My place <laughs> in this world. I know, Kevin's on that beat. He's got to be on it. No, so oh, so beat that beat. a week away is it's a Christian musical teen film. It's basically a Disney Channel movie in so many ways. 100%. It's it's directed by this guy named Roman White, who has directed a movie before that was pretty similar, but he's mostly known as a big time music video director in Nashville and in country music. He's directed oh. Taylor Swift music videos. He's directed Carrie Underwood music videos. Country music has been his directorial music video. This explains directing bread the and dancing. Butter. 
Yes, exactly. The saddle up. <laughs> it, it, the saddle up. It, it, it was definitely like a knockoff of like Camp Rock plus High School Musical plus yes. like everything I've ever experienced. Which in, in, <laughs> in, but in, so, in some ways, those. From the life of Alyssa Sabo. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, is someone reading my <laughs> journal and looking at my old Facebook photo album? <laughs> like people have made this point before. Those movies were already so Christian adjacent anyway when they came out because of the Jonas Brothers and Demi Lovato wearing their little promise rings anyway. Oh, that's right. They were right. almost there already. And this is just tipping it in further into the Christian camp of it. Yeah, it so I would say if we, if, if anybody at home is a volleyball player, it's as if uh, Camp Rock kind of did the setup and then a week away spiked okay (laughs) spiked it and the sand of course that they're playing on is netflix streaming into the big garbage dump of like here's 40 (laughs) movies you'll never hear of or watch coming out this watch um Um, allison stoner's rap video about camp rock no oh she was that dancer in missy elliott yeah Yeah. and you gotta you gotta look it up because um there's a line in there that I think of constantly and she says for me and Demi it was Camp Cock <laughs> wow that every time anything adjacent to this comes up hi everyone Caroline here jumping in with a quick correction because I couldn't deceive you for a moment longer Shortly after recording this episode, I learned that Allison Stoner did not create this track. In fact, according to YouTube, it was written and recorded by Aisha Erotica. My apologies to both Stoner and Erotica for my mistake. And my sincerest apologies to you, listeners. I know you're just as disappointed as I am that Allison is not rapping about her experiences on the set of Camp Rock. But I think we can all find joy and comfort in the phrase, for me and Demi, it was Camp Cock, regardless of who recorded it. Thanks. Now let's get back to the episode. I believe it. I hope some of these young people in this movie had their had their delights as well on the Nashville campground. I hope campgrounds. they were getting, a, they had getting their delights. <laughs> have the, yes. Is that a strange way to put it? Have their delights. Oh, here we go. It's I pop my pussy at Camp Rock, but for me and Demi, it was Camp Cock. Wow. New drop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm obsessed. Uh. So maybe it wasn't. Who knows? Who knows if that was a Christian set? Was that a set? good thing? Was it a good camp cock or good thing? Like yeah, a, I think it's camp cock. Oh <laughs> no, gosh! Like, like, whoa, Lord, and then I have to add, it was a fun braggy rap. It wasn't wow. okay. Okay, <laughs> I was like, truth. Okay, it was an expose. <laughs> That's good. Okay. Yeah. We had a uh, someone, uh, this is going to be a little blind item. Someone close to the production was in our DMs on Instagram uh, <laughs> about this movie. Two, uh, it's credited, the, uh, the screenplay's credited to three people, two of whom this person described as progressive and slash not a part of the church anymore. One of them is openly gay. Um, oh, wow. As one of the screenwriters. So, like, wow. this is not a fundamentalist Irwin Brothers joint. This is not right. an I can only imagine. This is a. I think you feel that while watching it. It's that sort of a, a lot. Frankenstein compromise of a movie in some ways. Yes. It stars Bailey Madison, who's not Madison Bailey, which is another, you know, kid actor around the same age. Oh. And Kevin Quinn. Those are the two leads. Bailey Madison, you might know from Wizards of Waverly Place or The Fosters or Once Upon a Time. She played young Snow White on the ABC show. Kevin Quinn's... Um, uh, they took DNA of Zac Efron and put it in a machine and they spit 
without Kevin Quinn. He yeah. looks so much like Zac Efron. It is genuinely unsettling. It's I, creepy. He's not and untalented. the hair, too. I they knew exactly what they were doing. Charisma. But yes, the hair as well. Yes. Well, mm-hmm. and did you guys also feel that they were trying to, with the, whatever her name is, Madison character, sometimes I would close my eyes Avery, when she was talking and I was like, yes. oh my gosh, they're trying... She's trying to do a Mandy Moore in a walk to remember. <laughs> yeah, I see wow. that. Like she had like that. a Mandy Moore vibe to her, and I was like, "Give me a break!" Like yes. when she was like, "I don't like the word perfect." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, like don't kind fall of in like love with oh, me. she is definitely like a perfect Christian, but she's also like, no, I have an edge, and I'm gonna tell you to go stuff yourself." Yeah, <laughs> go stuff <laughs> yourself. <laughs> go stuff yourself. Eat my shorts. Uh. <laughs> yeah. All right, so wait, should I not talk crap about this movie or what? No, you should not talk crap about this movie, Alyssa. Kevin's like, I'm trying to get a job. I'm trying to get a job. The sequel, two weeks away. I think they should absolutely hire you for every Christian camp movie. I think you could only add to it, Alyssa. I know. The plot I mean, of this, this movie, you could basically guess. It's it's uh, centers around so... Kevin Quinn as Will Hawkins. Will Hawkins, who's a bad boy, and then he gets sent to Christian camp instead of jail. Um, and what might By the be... way, bad boy, come on. Yes. Yeah. In a stunning... Honestly. He does... I will say, he does steal a cop car in the beginning of this movie. And then yeah, they're like, do you want to go to camp? such a fake crime. <laughs> like either, either go to jail or go to camp. But they lie to him. They don't even tell him it's a Christian camp, which is problematic. 2020... Oh, yeah, there's a few... The whole setup of it, because he does get busted. He's been in a bunch of foster systems and passed around. His parents are dead. We don't know why they're dead. But he's getting passed around and he's a, he's a delinquent. And the movie does open with a chase between him and a cop, which, you know, obviously plays very strangely right now. It just we call feels... that a piggy's well, welcome. Well, I just want to say very oink, quickly, oink. the reason why I'm like, Fry I, know I'm coming in, I know I'm coming in hot about yeah. this movie, yeah. and maybe it's because of all of my, like, crazy camp experience and the way that I've been, like, absolutely brainwashed, like brainwashed beyond belief and then had become someone who was then brainwashing people and i recently the the thing that like struck me was like so this guy is technically an orphan right because he's got no parents and i was recently talking to someone and i was telling him about my experience with camp and i was like do you know anything about that and he was like well i didn't grow up christian he was like but i lived across the street from an orphanage and i used to play with the orphan kids and one summer they all went to a church camp, these orphan kids, and I went with them just for fun. And he said that the stuff that he witnessed and the way that they like preyed on the vulnerability of these kids that didn't have like homes and parents was like disturbing him. And he was like a wow. kid and he yeah, was like, a child, they said like, a lot of stuff like, you don't have parents. Well, guess what? God is your heavenly father. And I was like, whoa, mm-hmm. that's like the kind of stuff I used to do when I was like, A, being like brainwashed at these camps and then be a camp counselor to kids that were kind of like not as privileged. I was like, no dad at home. Well, goodness. So crazy. Like, yeah. Anyway, but I, I know. know it was like a heartfelt fun movie, but I think like I'm coming from that place of like, 
holy moly and you know I, like i'm sure you guys have seen that that documentary jesus camp mm-hmm. where there's that little girl who's like weeping that was me like that was me yeah. at these camps like i was just like <gasps> jesus like it's yeah so, and that was like a badge that. of honor you know to like to have to like be emotionally maybe manipulated or just to like feel a big feeling there you know it was mm-hmm. like, yes you, exactly. you accomplished the goal of camp right <laughs> yeah. so anyways but of course it was like yeah it wasn't as bad it was like a more like fun movie but i'm coming in hot with my opinion. <laughs> i don't know i also uh we'll get into it but i have i have some questions about this camp and the way it was run well yes yeah and this is also i think maybe the first example we've seen in a faith-based movie at least of you know one of the tropes even in mainstream secular entertainment is the idea of a white savior like in the blind side in this movie is sherry shepherd a black savior in this where she is the <laughs> predominant guardian who then spoiler does end up adopting will into her home and then is the one that directs him well i to love the that in, in i think that's great place. she's gonna adopt him yeah the queen of jordan herself adopting queen of jordan. Him into, <laughs> it's my hey, way yeah. till payday <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's what I said as soon as we came on. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and then you know and that scene leads into the first of a couple of jukebox numbers technically. Yes. Which is The Great Adventure, the Stephen Curse Chapman song. Started out this morning in the usual way. Chasing thoughts inside my head of all I had to do today. Another time around the circle, try to make it better than the last. And then I opened up the Bible and I read about me. Really gleed up, really gleeified <laughs> this sort of arrangement. Very clean. So, this is a hybrid musical. There's usually, I mean, there's all different kinds of musicals, but oftentimes there's jukebox musicals and then there's just like straight across the plate original musicals. And then jukebox musicals are, we're taking an artist or sort of genre and these songs already exist and then we're going to retrofit them into our narrative. And kind of the fun of that is working backwards of like, how would this actually work for the story of these characters and then seeing those touches? So it's, but this musical is half that. And then half original songs. So it doesn't mm-hmm. commit either way. Like in Moulin Rouge. So Moulin to Rouge. me, it was all originals. <laughs> <laughs> but Moulin Rouge is like a jukebox musical, technically, because it's all pre-existing oh, wow. pop songs except for Come What May. Uh, you know, like uh, Moving Out. That's a Billy Joel jukebox musical because it's all Billy Joel songs. Singing in the Rain. That was technically a jukebox musical because those were all like chart-topping hits yeah. at the time. There was so only- that movie with Tom Cruise... And Russell Brand. Rock of Ages. That's a jukebox musical. Great movie. Yeah, yeah terrific movie. <laughs> On HBO Snacks, if you guys aren't streaming it, baby. Great movie. Uh, but yes, this movie doesn't commit to one or the other. And I was like, are these contemporary Christian songs I don't know about? And the answer is no. Wow. They're all yeah. originals. It's you know, it's written by a little to Adam Watts, Alan Powell, Corey Clark. They write all of the original songs, and then one of them is uh, Andy Dodd for Where I Belong. And then the rest are like standards of CCM, but for 90s kids who are 30-year-olds yeah, yeah. old now. Old, old school. Yes. So Awesome God by Rich Mullins. Big House by The Adrenaline. Place in This World Big by Michael House. W. Smith. Baby, baby, baby. Dive. Baby. Uh, two Stephen Kirsch Chapman songs. Dive and The Great Adventure. So yeah. it's a song. It's a, it's a movie starring 19-year-olds made... 
you know, in theory, for eight, like, children, like 15, 14-year-olds. Right. Featuring music that maybe their eldest brother or probably their uncle or dad would only be familiar with. <laughs> so it's like, who is it uh, for? Is my, I know my what it foremost was for. question. What is it, who's it I for? I think what they wanted to do was, like, bridge the gap between, like, teens today and their parents. Yeah. And, like, because, like, if, you know, say I had a teenager... <laughs> Which, but you know, and, oh, and they were watching. I was trying to get them into it. I'd be like, "Oh, honey, I love this song. <laughs> oh, that's Michael W." <laughs> oh my god, that's how I'm gonna sound. So, yeah. do you know what I mean? I think that's what it is. Like they're trying to make um, Christianity cool for Gen Z, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then Gen Z's parents. Or are, are like, these, you know, you know, these the big pop hits? And because CCM right now doesn't have songs like these that are like a fun narrative, you know? That's a good point. That doesn't fit as well in the movie where you need to like tell a story a little yes, bit. Yes, because you know? because the CCM chart toppers now would be praise and worship, which would be very hard to put into yeah. a narrative. Like I'm sure like, a narrative song are good. exists now. Like what would it be? What's yeah. that? <laughs> I'm sure narrative songs like exist now, but they're not huge hits that like anybody would Mm-mm. know. So they'll go with some hits that like old people know. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, it would be like boring. Yeah. To be like you call me out with <laughs> feet may fail. Yeah, exactly. Like they're all bummers. <laughs> but it's so. I will call upon. They probably could have put in some Laura Daigle though, and and gotten some recognition. <laughs> but dive, dive is twenty years old or more than that yeah. at this point. No more. That would that would mean it came out in two thousand. Yeah, it came out in 99, I think. Oh, okay. Dive did. Okay. Great Adventure is like 30 years old. Baby Baby's 30 years Baby old. Baby Baby's like Place in this world is like, they're such old songs. And it's, by the way, it's so funny. I, I, I spent an inordinate amount of time today watching EPKs and press junkets with the children who star in this movie. Oh my God, yes. Uh, who are not, like now of legal drinking age because it's been so long since they shot the movie. <laughs> And the, and the interviewers are like, what's your favorite song? Well, what song did you love working on the most? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and none of them, and none of the interviews say like, I love place in this world. They're like, I don't know uh, where I belong. That was good. That was kind of an anthem. You know, they're all the kind of more forgettable to me original songs from the movie because it's like of course of course they wouldn't care about like what is the selling point for so many people to get into this movie to like to watch the movie in the first place including cameos from the aforementioned songwriters (laughs) you're gonna bring up these cameos right now you're gonna watch me cry you're gonna watch me get emotional (laughs) would we Oh, so oh my god! In addition to lending the rights of their songs to the movie, uh oh! Not only did they lend the rights, Stephen Curtis Chapman said, "You know what? I'll be in your movie too as a little lifeguard. Wouldn't that be funny? If I was like a little lifeguard, I got a song called Dive. (laughs) But what if I was like a lifeguard and I I don't dive? You think he pitched this idea?" Yeah, no, he's like begging to be in the movie, and he's like, "Oh, what if I was like, what's that? He's in it. He's in it for a split second. Here, let me. Oh, a split second. Yeah, let me let me pull it out. Yes, because it's it's a blink and you'll miss for sure. But both Stephen, oh, I recognize Stephen Curtis Chapman and Amy Grant do make little cameos in this movie. All these, all these teenagers. There he is. That's Stephen oh Curtis Chapman God. as the lifeguard. Oh my God! She's so old. 
He's he's gray, you know. He's natural. Um, he looks Alyssa, good for his age, probably. Did you recognize any of your swim skorts in this scene? Yeah, that you would wear for the listener. <laughs> Absolutely. This is. I the felt l- so bad for the girl in the squirt. I was like, oh, I guess oh the costume designer gosh. hating you in yeah. particular. This <laughs> is like, the- look how big. It's crazy. That's a crazy. crazy. I've never seen so of, little yeah. skin. That squirt. Does that make sense? <laughs> it, and it's the- like it's eye catching. This is yeah. the least <laughs> amount of skin I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, because the boys are wearing shirts too. They're, none of the boys. Which are I actually shirts. respect that because yeah, at all the kids I ever did, the guys never had wardrobe. Like yeah. they could wear whatever. Boys no clothes. Speedo, but heaven Women, help us if we saw a, a little girl's pelvis. Yeah, I want to be clear. Don't drop that. If you were a boy at church camp, your dong could be hanging out of your pants, <laughs> and they would say thank you. And they would say thank you for your <laughs> they service. Say, They'd say the I'm Lord loves so you and your little dong. <laughs> yeah, and they're all wearing shorts and one pieces. Mm-hmm. in that scene too which also was painful because even like the main girl avery her um her outfit was bad and i just need the record to i need to state that for the record thank you for I'm saying right. that for the record acknowledged it was a floral one piece with a red band black shorts <laughs> i have i have a journal entry that i you know it was like the first ever summer camp uh, church camp i went to was of course at liberty university oh and whoa, okay. i remember yeah, it was called go tell camp and i remember when you know i remember i wrote about it i was like hey journal this was when i was like referring to my journal as journal before oh, yes. it switched over to dear god the journal years and i was like hey journal what's up we're going to church camp and it's kind of crazy because they got some pretty intense rules for wardrobe mm. check it out Girls, if you're gonna wear spaghetti straps, you gotta have a t-shirt underneath. Shorts gotta be like you can't wear shorts actually. You know, and I was like, what the heck am I supposed to wear? Like <laughs> yeah, it's, camp. it's like a hot summer camp. <laughs> yeah. Like and you know, of course, no two pieces, of course. And right. one piece you gotta have shorts over like it was intense. And I was like, Well, uh, more to come later, journal. <laughs> I hope I impressed Jerry Falwell. Go over at the I hope pool. I impress Jerry. <laughs> I'm open for the Jerry vote. Please. I hope Jerry thinks yeah. I'm modest. I hope, yeah, I hope Jerry thinks I'm modest. For you, <laughs> fuck Jerry meant one. something very different back then. Yes. <laughs> I know. Fuck. I Jerry. understand. I mean, Anyways. the yeah, the plot of this thing. He comes. He's kind of a bad boy. He has tattoos that no one acknowledges throughout the whole movie on his arms. That. Yeah, it's very interesting. Um, he is like the most clean-cut, well-behaved, fun, sweet bad boy this camp has ever seen. He shows no signs of the trauma of being in this legal system and the foster system that is like a nightmare yeah. to live the through, especially if he had so seven low. homes in one year. He might yeah. as well have been a pastor for his baby. Yeah, he was, he was basically a youth pastor. pastor uh-huh. And he it's also funny had, thinking, like, like what a testimony. <laughs> no. Yeah. What was that thing they did? Five minutes of fame. There was an exercise oh, yeah. in the cafeteria where they made people get on a chair on the table i think i thought that actually kind of looked fun and then they had to do like rapid fire questions (laughs) and this is another like who is this for and when was this written because favorite film his answer is twilight yeah that's a good and then crush is bella swan yes also from twilight 
I had to look up who Bella Swan was because I couldn't remember. I was like, wait, is she some new like, you know, no. TikTok hottie? And I was like, oh, no. I heard Bella, Bella Thorne Swan at first. And I was like, yes, that's oh. what I thought. I was like, Bella Thorne maybe? Yeah. Okay, interesting. But now it's Bella um, Swan. And it was, yeah, there was, just, there was such strange references weird. in this movie like that. And he's like, he stands by when Dave Koechner's like, Twilight's not your favorite movie. He's like, yeah, it is. Don't you? Book by yeah, I was cover. like, what is going on? <laughs> but also, Twilight is like notoriously like a Mormon. Yes, a Mormon. Like, it's like a Mormon book. Stephanie, so it's like we love it, you. But there was also another line that one kid who had a crush on that woman, and he was like talking about her, and he was like, "She has the perfect little shoe size." Like that to me was one of the weirdest. Little Tarantino lines. in the making. Oh my god, yes. I'm glad you yeah, brought that up like, because it what? says it's a seven and a half, and I'm and I'm a seven. And okay, half. So, but 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 narrow. He said seven and a half narrow. <laughs> I could fit in a narrow. I could fit one. Okay. I can squeeze him okay. in. <laughs> I was just like, what is this movie like? But he I also was, said like, hoping... she likes pugs, and she was on the dean's list for four years. I was like, oh, this is cute. Like this is a crush that's like real based on her personality not you know he admired nice. her mind yeah but her shoe and size her shoe size she's like the, okay. the shoe size thing i, I think was and writing little, her letter every day for a year and then giving it to her also i'd be like Ugh. i would run out of stuff uh, i away. would <laughs> if i was in love forever with the I person think I, I, want, I think i wanted to be more to offended i was like hoping to be more offended more offended <laughs> i will say i wanted more stuff like that like the shoe size like i wanted to be like <laughs> She's got the little shoe, little feet, and the petite little hands. Little piggies, any little suckling. Like, you know, explaining like a Proverbs 31 woman. Like, and she's so meek and mild. She barely talks. Yeah, she prayers all the time. Yeah. It's weird to say for a musical that features two Stephen Kerr's Chapman songs, but this is a, this is not a very Christian movie. It's not. Yeah. There's. I, I even wondered at one point, I was like, is this a production queer affirming? Because. I think it is. I mean, that seems super Wait, cool. how? How do you mean? Uh, there were just, there were some cast members on there that I was like, this is this is it for them. This is their moment. And they're not having to like shy away at all. And I was like, this is cool. Wait, did you assume maybe uh, like an orientation? It's an assumption. It's the... a total assumption. Well, are you talking about the kind of Domino Gleason looking the Paul Bettany <laughs> no not mofo, that guy who would <laughs> no. sing well, like everything he answers. said <laughs> oh, that guy yeah. didn't, I did not feel safe around him I did not <laughs> like him <laughs> it's kind of the villain of the movie uh, guy named wait man what's his character's name his name is Sean that's played by Ian Tucker and he has a very also, nice why voice was he, why was he the villain he was the one that was just like tell the truth why is that the villain <laughs> that's true much like concussion Will Smith he just wanted him to tell the truth but yes he did uncover the stuff he's like yes he's be honest villain. with your girl i think yeah. because he's a skinny redhead he was villainized as is wow. so often done <laughs> in films of this nature are oh, we ready to have this conversation <laughs> okay pippi longstocking hey i know pippi was a legend <laughs> she's a goddess criminal i also um, was confused because he was singing everything when he got there and because of the nature of the glee arrangements i didn't know if it was an acapella battle that was going <laughs> yeah. to occur at the at the camp i didn't know if it was some pitch perfect runoff It'd yeah be- and then sometimes there was a little bit of self-awareness where they're like oh what's going on right now while everybody was singing you know yeah like, oh, will okay. would like they were doing the great adventure and he said yeah. what <laughs> Which yeah. is a perfectly fine reaction to anyone born in the 90s singing a Stephen Curtis Chapman song. Yeah, that's what he was confused it's saying, about. He was like, what why is it throwback? What are you talking about? <laughs> also, they oh, had their 
Oh, like they had their Thursday night cry night. That's a big thing. That's a big camp culture they did, thing. Okay, that that part did resonate where it's like, okay, we've been having the fun nights, but it's our Thursday night. And right. Now- Cause they, and they also showed the big blob, which every camp I've ever been to has a big blob. I never got the blob at any oh, camp. The oh, wow. Too. Okay. Unfortunately. The blob is fun. It's blob. also like the easiest way to feel like your skin is being ripped off <laughs> yeah. at camp. So if you want to slingshot to that you can also tell how in control this movie was of its thematics as it matched to the music when the lyrics were i'm diving in and the main character does a cannonball (laughs) yeah yeah that was awesome very cool cry night oh yeah yeah oh and the acapella singing (laughs) yeah i was was like like, and even the way that everybody whenever she like went to speak everybody was like (laughs) <laughs> they like they got that energy okay like, oh like, what was it? remind me again the mantra that they said before they say anything i don't know much but the but this i know but for this sure. i do i, yeah, I don't know, I know much but sure. this i know for sure i don't know yeah. shit i don't know fuck but, but i this got I something wanna. to say <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't fucking know i don't know balls, <laughs> I but i want to talk <laughs> <laughs> um let me tell you what i would be doing at this camp all the time. Mm-hmm. I would be getting sick or injured or eating poison berries. Okay. Because you know what that means. Okay. Can we talk about her? Can we talk about her? <laughs> my angel, my Florence Nightingale. Oh, good. My grief. glowy little Amy medical provider. Motherfucking Grant. <laughs> At which point, of course, you know my worldview. I was a. I, I thought to myself, is this about to become a very different kind of movie? Because we have these two kind of relationships in play, the nerd and the other nerd, the cool kid and the cool girl. And I was like, is this about to become a graduate <laughs> tribute? <laughs> have a we, teacher. Have we met a counselor, <laughs> Mrs. Robinson, in our midst? Because Amy motherfucking Grant is in this movie. That's wow. Bean in the face. Nerd gets hit. Oh, Who comes poor in? baby. I'll try oh. this. Thank you so much. Oh, that's cold. So hard. Let me know if you need anything else, okay? Yard angel. Thank Let me you. know if you need anything else. I need some things. Yeah. Oh, I got a few God. things now I that, can think of. I got of, some Amy. hurts you can heal. Okay. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Oh my god! She's and then so her hot. in the blooper reel, where she's like, "I can't believe it! I'm in a musical movie! I'm in a movie!" <laughs> it's so cute. Caroline, I don't know if you peeped her Instagram, uh, but she did. She should have been the star. She has. I yeah. People have commented on like, why is she not in this movie more? Yeah, uh, no, it's bullshit. Because she's, she's in literally so one good scene. on screen. I know. Just me- I'm like mesmerizing. I don't want to see these other people. I want to see more of Amy. <laughs> out, out of her last fixed. six posts on her grid, three of them are a week away related. Wow. One of them oh. is her listening to the version of Baby Baby that's done in the in the movie. Watch watch her reaction here. Oh my gosh. That's so uncomfy for him to have to sit here and watch her. Oh my my gosh! She loves it. She says, I love a guy doing it. What'd she say? I love what? I love a guy doing it. She liked a male take on that song. 
and she posts Amy. Wow. She, I make, I believe in God again with her. <laughs> yeah, I'm like maybe, maybe Amy's right. gonna believe in God again. <laughs> the kids from a week away have talents well beyond the years. To hear "Baby Baby" sung by guys is just incredible. She's really into the She's fact still that I'm going baby. about so like, the gender bending of "Baby Baby." <laughs> Amy, I will re-record your whole catalog as a man. <laughs> That's what it oh, takes. All you gotta do is ask, honey. I'm right and here. And here comes Christmas for me. I got little Dexter was playing with the crochet <laughs> kit that I gave him under the tree or whatever. Oh, I clapped and it scared him just now, by the way. <laughs> oh, I got to learn not to laugh oh like gosh, that. So okay. Cute. There's one other video. Okay. We have to play this. Ready? Okay. No, no. Okay. Put her on the spot already. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was going, we aren't knowing. Okay. I mean, honestly, I got the biggest lump in my throat. That was so sweet. It was just like, for one thing, just how you place those songs, it felt like they were written for the script of the story. I mean, is this a duh moment for me? Was this, were they written around the script like we, that? We tried intentionally. Yeah, it was incredible. And I'm telling you, hearing Baby Baby sung by a couple of fantastic dudes, <laughs> the guys just killed it. They dudes. killed it. Uh, Does she not yeah. think men can what sing? <laughs> She's <Thank> learning. <laughs> Ends with a high five. She's like, listen, I I live with a literal country legend, Vince Gill, but to me, (laughs) he sounds like shit when he tries to sing But I do not let him sing Baby Baby in the house. That is sacred. (laughs) Oh, my God. Now... Oh to God. hear a man oh my sing my words, because so let me get this straight. You're a boy, but you know about babies. <laughs> but you're not a baby. I'm a baby. <laughs> Will you sing, baby? How would a guy be taken by the notion? <laughs> I don't think get notion. It's taken by the notion. I don't think so. I, I think call me old fashioned, but men do not love with the sweetest of devotions. Not in my experience. <laughs> no, okay. I, in my experience, that's more of a woman thing. But he did it, and I, and I believe Listen, it. I was inspired by my child when I wrote that song. Men famously do not have children. They do not know. They cannot they carry understand. or conceive. They do not, and you know, that part when I say stop for a minute, men don't do that. Men don't stop. Oh, they just keep going and going, (laughs) y'all. These guys, they just don't stop. Oh, my God. But you know what? They blew me away. Y'all better watch that show on Netflix. (laughs) That's so sweet, though. She was so encouraging of like, oh, did she call it a duh moment? A duh instead of a, what would you call it? A didoy moment? I'm that. No, I'm calling it a duh moment from now on. I used to call it a fucking idiot moment. And now I'm gonna Whoa. call it the huh moment. Sorry, I shouldn't. The huh moment is the most pure. It's the pure. Should I not swear in front of Dexter? Is he gonna pick up some bad habit? Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Dexter's. I will say. So I have changed some habits around the apartment. <laughs> he he uh, okay. texted me the other speak night. On and he was like, what does DTF mean? <laughs> speak like, on oh. that, Kevin. I can't speak, speak on, on that. <laughs> Please speak on I it. Can't. Oh Kevin, man! Your dog isn't a person. I, you do whatever you want. I know, I know, I know. But you take a poop, poop. Take a pee, pee. Let me hear that poop, poop. Wait, do you think? Wait, do you think? Never mind. Yeah, don't skip it. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of, also, if I were Amy listening to that, I would be. I think she's mostly shook because George has the best voice on this set for sure. Uh-huh. And was just singing circles around everybody the whole time. Also, yeah, and- in the final film, Baby Baby is cut short. They get through half of it, and then they rewind the tape, and the song is over. 
I also gotta be honest. I yeah. hated the like ducky reference. That was the other weird runner is John Hughes yeah. movies. They watched yes. Fast Times like, oh or they watched um, uh, uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off in their cabin. Yes. It was like, I barely know what. The other thing <laughs> that was so. But Ducky's from Pretty in Pink. And I'm from Pretty in Stink. Welcome to Good Christian Fun. But and the weird. other weird reference was them doing paintball. This is when I think they knew their core audience where it's like, what if we gave children guns and they were shooting each other? Uh, with guns well they were trying to show like that's the thing i remember being at like church camps and you try to like you lure kids in by doing like the funnest and coolest stuff Mm -hmm. and like kids watching this are gonna be like wow that looks cool like if anything it's like church camp propaganda sure and it's gonna get more kids to go to church camp (laughs) because they're like that looks fun and also those people are having real moments and they're crying (laughs) and they're getting to do stuff and they got paint on their face and they're getting tribal leaders inducting them into a thing like that whole part was weird too but i like the culturally sensitive tribal induction with the brave heart (laughs) the brave heart obsession i did find very true to life that but again that is very christian this is true of my life not of what a child would experience in 2021 at a church camp i don't think maybe it did maybe it's true i don't know be the dark night yes uh well oh also the thing that that kind of bumped me was Avery talking at the come to Jesus cry night around the campfire. And she quotes that scripture for, I know the plans I have in store for you to prosper you, not to harm you, whatever that verse is. People love that verse because it's like, don't worry. I'm going to freaking take care of you, baby. That's I like what God's saying. Yeah. I remember that verse that's so ingrained in me because that is the verse that started the big video package that kicked off Joel Osteen's sermons at Lakewood church. Mm. That was a huge verse that they used at the camp I was a counselor at. I bet. For like kids yeah. that didn't have like as good of homes in that, in a hundred percent. It's like a manipulative, like, don't worry, you know, like, I mean, I guess there's like something in me that's like, I guess that's like an okay. Yeah. I mean, it's the Christian answer to like, life is chaos, you know? What, yeah, you that's know? true. What are you going to tell a I mean, child? You're not going to tell them like, yeah, life is chaos. Good luck. <laughs> I guess <laughs> you know? it's not bad. Yeah, the more I'm thinking about it, I'm like, all right. <laughs> you know, I did a, a Christian camp for foster kids a couple times, and I was thinking of what you said earlier, Alyssa, about like, you know, bringing kids in that are vulnerable and like or just, you know, are happy to have an opportunity maybe to go somewhere or something. And like, was it manipulative and I, I remember feeling a little bit like divided on it at the time and, and also thinking like, I don't know if it's right to like make them sing worship songs. We went to chapel and did stuff like that. Yeah. But most of it was just like games and crafts. And I remember the thing that they tried to reiterate to us over and over as like the point of the camp was to just give them good memories and like give them happy like free memories basically. And we gave them like a photo album at the end. And that was like the point of it. It wasn't like to get them to come to Christ. It was like, let's just give you a good time, you know? Yeah. So I guess I think that is a a lot more ethical, but (laughs) but I still, I see what you're saying too. Just being like, but you know, when a kid is vulnerable and then you just give them God as a solution, like they don't have a lot of other points of reference at that point, you know? Yeah. Is it really a choice for mm-hmm, them? Mm-hmm. I mean, this movie touches on the very real issue of the choice, the dichotomy that the kid has at the beginning is, will you go to juvenile prison 
or yeah, choose like, a faith-based incentive. I know. <laughs> yeah, I was like, of course you're going to choose like the fun God like that you learned of at camp, you know? Yeah. And- it's like in the Mighty Ducks, he gets a DUI and it's like, you either go to jail or you coach a hockey team. <laughs> it's like, wow, but he's such a devoted coach. Yeah. Weirdly, this movie has some self-awareness at some points of it. Like even with the Domino Gleason looking kid. Where like they're mocking his self righteousness about going mm. on missions trips or saving the narwhals or whatever, you know, right. like they get some of that right, and then but then there's just like weird touches where there's almost a personality in the movie, like when he she's like, let's do it, Mister and Missus Smith style, and he's like, what's that? And she's like, never mind. And then they like waste all those kids. Yeah, another right. old reference. Playing, I know again, Mister and Missus Smith, a, a 2005 yeah. movie about to be a a new TV show with uh, yeah old Donnie Gloves and Phoebe. But I think a big thing that points you to the fact that this might not be a Christian production is the fact that they kiss at the end, like Avery and what's his name kiss, and like it's not a big deal, you know. Mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm. nice, but it's not like oh my god, now they must be committed for life or anything. They you know? they did not have to do the thing that Kirk Cameron does, where he has his wife stand in to be the girl. They didn't get their <laughs> yeah, 19 exactly, year old yeah. husband and 19 year old wife to stand in. <laughs> That's for right. Oh my god. About that. Well, I thought um, it was like a little bit like missionary dating because she was like when he was trying yeah, to leave, yeah, yeah, yeah. she was like, "Come on." Wasn't this real to you? And he was like, no, it wasn't. And she was like, Bleh. and she gives him that picture. And then he comes back and he's like, it was real. And I'm like, was it? She's or are like, you guys just good. like wanting to bone? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, I know. Yeah. well, I was thinking after I saw that, I was like, okay, so two weeks later, they would both have accountability partners. And then maybe yeah. a couple years later, they'd be doing premarital counseling <laughs> and they'd yeah. be 20 years old. I right. love that for them. I love that though. <laughs> he does not explicitly become a Christian. He just gets adopted. That's true. He doesn't. That's yeah. nice. That is kind of cool. I think. And it seems more of like, like, oh, he found friends. It wasn't like, oh, he found all the answers to his questions. I mean, he yeah, did like, like that's love true. God he at the end, I think. But, yeah. He found like a community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That seemed like more the point. Which is- and they're going to shame him if he ever decides to not be a Christian. <laughs> yeah. As we out. were all shamed. Uh, <laughs> we got some questions about this movie. We we put out Ooh. a little call for, for Q&A for this. So I want to go through these from our, our various platforms. From Twitter, Corey asks, is there any song not in the movie that you wish that they used? A CCM oh. song or something? Because <laughs> I will say, Baby Baby is not like an intuitive choice for like, I don't know, a camp for kids. Let's use Baby Baby. <laughs> There's maybe like... It was a cute romance. It was like a summer loving song, you know? Yeah, I guess... I, I thought that was kind of cute. I thought it played well. So I would have loved to not have to have heard the Father's House song. I hate that song. It's a big, big house. They yeah. played that over the paintball. Yeah, song. I hated Instead of that one, I would have loved like maybe um Ooh, a little kiss me. I think that would have been cute. Oh, by Sixpence on the Richer. But that's not a CCM, but yeah, it is technically, but it's te- yeah, it's like both at the same time. Kiss me would have been good. It would have like legally qualified as a Christian song, <laughs> or like, hey man, forget about Avery. We all know those girls that I am talking about. <laughs> they no. are fun. Yeah, do a little mood rings, or or it even- would be fun if instead of a big house, they had done um, Revolution. Kirk <laughs> 
Maybe it, it would have been, been cool nice. if they had oh, performed you know a musical loved? version of Kirk Franklin's voice. <laughs> you know what I actually would have loved? Um, yeah. The moment in the woods, whenever he was like, you're perfect. And she was like, I'm not perfect. I would have loved sad. maybe a little. <laughs> so what? I'm not I'm your average girl. girl. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been cool. Like that would have yes. been good. Well, and yes. one of our listeners pointed this out, but I I concur. The most camp song possible, also written by Michael W. Smith, who has another song in this movie, Place in This World, is Friends. Friends is such a last day of camp song. And Friends yeah, are Friends forever. It's the Lord, the Lord of them. Like yeah, if you're going to do this, do and Friends. You put your arms yeah, around your true. homies and you wow. cry. You put your heads together. You touch well, butts, maybe. And you Just sing like friends. A side note, Ooh. the camp I used to counsel at on Thursday night, which was like the cry night, big mm-hmm. decision night, we used to play the Michael W. Smith music video of um <laughs> literally what is it? When he's like in that vest and he's oh. like oh. Nobody knew Secret his Ambition. Secret. And that music video, Secret Ambition, reminds me of the high school musical Zach Efron when he's like kind of on the mountain and he's like do you know what i mean there's yeah. like yeah. I'll, anyways you so know i have not seen nice. any of the high school musicals i've not seen <gasps> one of them surprise surprise oh. i should rectify that in 2021 it's because it's a disney property from it's i'm not anti-disney <laughs> what a weird i'm not i like disney no stuff. disney live action inside out is one of my favorite <laughs> movies ever that's a disney movie no disney True. live action come on uh from instagram sophia asks i just really want to know how kevin quinn's parents died was it a fire were they evangelicals mm. how long ago was this please speculate the manner in which kevin's parents die yes because he knew his parents he loved them. His his dad was his hero, and his favorite person was his mom. Which is funny that <laughs> one, my mom. one of the he was a fan of his mom. One of them was his hero, but not his favorite person. <laughs> one was his favorite person, but he did not admire them in any fan. way. Would you? Yeah. That's would a, you rather yeah, be I someone's hero, or would you rather they be your biggest fan? I'm gonna Ooh. be the villain. I want to be my kid's villain. <laughs> <laughs> biggest nemesis hero um now my take is this movie actually takes place in 2024 and they died of coronavirus oh my God. i thought they had said that they were in a car accident but maybe i just like made that up in my head maybe <laughs> i i don't recall i don't know i don't recall if they did that checks out that seems right um from instagram chelsea asked why doesn't it feel like church camp they do campy things but it feels so off in a way mm, good it, question it does feel off i feel like they were trying a little too hard to be um they wanted to be like a disney i don't know it just makes my blood it. boil even the mention of <laughs> disney oh, <laughs> yeah like if it would have been it would have been more church camp had they had more of like um there should have been more of like uh like a character Public really trying <laughs> to Slut get shaming. people to come to Christ. There yes. should have been more of like um a more like a more like the youth like whoever pastor. There should have been a worship band. There should have been you know what I mean? Like they yes, were they were missing a lot of the elements. Missing. You're so right. Yeah. The worship band 
wasn't a part of it at all which is and, they and the speaker like the main speaker for the camp isn't there yeah, yeah and then the adults are putting all of their energy into the color wars games yeah it was like, <laughs> like a little too focused on these like weird games on the fun of it and there yeah. was also only one person that needed the lord yes everybody yeah, there else were multiple just friends had friends. it like yeah uh-huh. so yeah i'm gonna posit a theory that this movie was written in 1999, they put it in a drawer and did not touch it. And they said, let's do it, baby. Because also, there are no <laughs> cell phones in the movie. Hardly yeah. at all. Like, they are almost invisible. <laughs> and it just feels like such a fundamental part of, like, a young person's life. It's yeah. like, like, the big aha at the end is that nerdy girl gives nerdy guy her phone number. Yeah, and you're like, so they have them somewhere yeah <laughs> yeah there also like, wasn't oh. a lot of quiet journaling time which uh, for my memory was like the mm-hmm. core activity of camp <laughs> well and there wasn't the thing that rang hollow for me is that at no point in the course of the camp did any of the guys cry about jacking off and wish that <laughs> right, they had yeah. no jacking off. the whole boys versus girls also the fact that there was like looked like there was a million people at the camp but there were two to a cabin how many cabins did they have yeah and those cabins were nice spacious i know they're like the you shitty I mean? cabin little squirrels doing the canoe that was yeah, actually there was funny. like so many kids <laughs> at that camp did you guys and, have and a, three adults did you <laughs> have a favorite song did you have a song that you're like you know what i actually kind of enjoyed this one. Oh. I did. I really liked when My Place in This World came on. Because I'm a sucker for old school Michael W. Smith. Yeah, and I so like. So when it came on, I was like singing along. I was like, My Place in This Yeah, world. and I felt like it fit well in the story, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I did, too. Yeah. I yeah. Well, I, it's, it's fun to reinterpret that song as between two romantic interests or partners. Where yeah. it's like, it, and that it's so contemplative, too. And I think that's often the joy and the fun of jukebox musicals is these songs that you know and the challenge of the musical is how can we contextualize this in a way that surprises you and kind of fits in and gets into the story and there's real like shitty like having a guy sing it they don't even have the you know the parts oh, to that is nurse innovation if i've ever heard <laughs> like the, they don't even have the parts to the, i like you know i i i do think moulin rouge is like such a fun version of like recontextualizing the jukebox songs i think that's one of the best versions one of the worst versions that comes to mind when i think of it is across the universe the julie taymor beatles musical that came mm. out i think in like 2006 or 2007 some people love That's that movie core. but there is one there is one scene in that movie in which a girl named sadie says to a character named jude i want a revolution and then jude says you say you want a revolution. Oh, wow. It's like, it's good. Okay, we're going home. All right, it's 4.30. <laughs> Great, we can do we can wrap early for the day. Revolution. Like, Did somebody so say like, revolution? It is the most literal, like, she came in through the bathroom window. Like, every song in that movie uh, is like that. But I thought it was kind of fun and creative the way they did some of the ccm songs to make them even like giving them different lines in great adventure or making dive a song about like his, his almost like i want song in a way like that's his yeah. part of your world i thought it was like an interesting and then like 
you know, big house. They just totally whiffed on like, I don't know, they're shooting each the other. The other thing I will say, guns. the other thing I will say about this movie, and you guys, this might blow your mind. Okay. I felt more like I was watching a vacation Bible school movie. Oh, <laughs> how so? Like the Tell way me. that they were like emphasizing all of those weird games, that to me felt more VBS. Mm, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and all of like that little stuff. Kid stuff. It felt like that. And I was like, what is going on? Like, I don't care. I was like zoning out for some of that. Like, I that totally people. That. And, like, where do you know the, what I mean? I was like, is this VBS? Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> where's the like drama of like whatever, like chocolate fountain night? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like some kid choosing to be a missionary in China. Yeah. Or like um, just like a weird, like, night like a late night the only time they had a late night talk was when he was running away mm. yeah like yeah. where was yeah. like the the behind the trees near the lake late night talk <laughs> yeah, yeah i don't know i think they avoided all that stuff probably just to keep it fun <laughs> like keep it yeah they kept it and, fun like, silly, it felt I'm more dubious i'm happy they me. made that choice honestly if they were to do an accurate version of what church camp felt like and it would be hard to do especially with children <laughs> Because how do you capture in film with children unhinged, barely repressed horniness? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and also just like religious mania yeah. at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all, it's all it'd be together. difficult to do. And you know yeah, what? it's not pretty, and that's we're why we don't do make it. movies about we're it. Gonna do it. <laughs> we're gonna do it. Hey, okay. we're gonna do it. Hey, <laughs> listeners, opening... listeners, if you want this to happen, start DMing us now. <laughs> Open casting call. Hey, kids, we're starting a GoFundMe for Horny Church Camp, the movie, a GCF production. It's all above board. <laughs> we are a five hundred one c three. We've pivoted just like the litter just did. <laughs> Okay. Um, wait, can I link up real quick? Yes. Uh, Queen of Jordan and uh, our cameo in this movie. Nathan reminded me of this, but in Queen of Jordan, Angie Jordan says, uh, it's some white nonsense when Liz wants to dress up like Amy Grant from Baby Baby. I totally forgot about that joke. I thought, oh. that I thought you would enjoy that, Kevin. Wow. Oh, my gosh. That's a little crossover right there. Man, I'm, I'm a reunion. rock. Yeah. <laughs> And tying it back to 30 Rock, Alyssa Sabo, the source for Alec Baldwin on Match Alec Game. Baldwin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alec he Baldwin. He made fun of me for writing in a journal. Little did he know. It all ties back. It all ties back. He's like, I haven't handwritten anything my entire life. Yeah. I literally, he was like, Alyssa, they tell me you write in a journal. A journal. A journal, Alyssa. But have you ever seen Broadway Are you going to tell me you write emails next? Have you ever watched Annie Hall or Manhattan by Woody Allen? One of our mm. finest filmmakers. Does he love Woody Allen? He loves him. He had him on his oh, podcast oh, last side. month or last year. I my tribe. Woo. Oh, baby. I- I'm going to end with this from the Q&A. Tyler says, which subject that you've covered on the show would be the best camp counselor? Which subject? So an artist, a Christian artist or oh. a character or a freaking who, a Christian comedian, a Mark Lowry type, a wow. Sean Pierce, a car man. I do think Stephen Kurtz Chapman was like built for camp counselors. Like mm-hmm. he was built to be one in a way. Like mm-hmm. it, he's it, very kid friendly. It's fitting, yes. And he doesn't project any sense of like, is this guy gonna get 
is there a scandal that's about to like there's that you you're not worried to leave your children in his stead yeah. and he's not gonna get like too intense no. you know and like squeeze your shoulder no. and tell you like you need to be safe you'd be like hey that's alright buddy I mean, shake it off it's okay yeah, yeah. Amy, Amy Grant I know we saw her but she would be a great camp counselor uh, someone huh. take my temperature I'm ill I'd get checked send out send me over there <laughs> cut to me just absolutely just flailing myself onto the blob <laughs> Just hoping to break my Trying neck. Trying to drown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Imagine. Oh, but, by t-shirt. the way, before we give it a roaster toast, I did need to, um, we we do need to check in with our, our favorite people over at Focus on the Family for a little... Plugging in, plugging in. A little plugged in, a little electricity to run through it. Now, they actually, this will interest you both. They had a woman review this one over wow. at Plugged In. Isn't that interesting? Woman, woman named thoughts. Emily Clark. Did they call it the woman's corner? <laughs> yeah, they call it lady shit. <laughs> like lady stuff, who cares? <laughs> I'm just going to read the conclusion. I will say, for the sexual content of this film... She did put a teenage couple kisses and holds hands. A girl kisses a boy on the cheek and they joke about marrying each other someday. Teens dance together, often with boys twirling and dipping the girls. Some teen girls' outfits are a bit revealing. You know what it was? Oh my gosh. It was that Reformation dress that she was wearing in the magical camp. Yeah, that's in the, right. In the magical yeah. camp. Oh, in the. Oh, sorry, the magical forest. Oh, the forest. In the forest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Was it a Reformation dress? Oh, 100%. <laughs> I know that. I know that fabric. Her summary is a week away gave me some strong camp rock for Christian vibes. That being said, I loved it. As someone who grew up listening to a lot of the music sung in the film, of course you did, because you're yeah, like 35. <laughs> I couldn't help dancing and singing along. Yeah, because this movie was made Ew. for you. My children hate <laughs> <What> me. This? <laughs> this is like so weird. Who reviewed this? But a uh, woman named Emily Clark had focused on the family, which her, her byline is Emily studied film and writing when she was in college. And when she, isn't, when she isn't being too competitive while playing board games, she enjoys food, sleep, and indulging in her nerddom, which includes... Which is the collective fan cultures of everything she loves, such as Star Wars and Lord of the Rings. I.e., I'm Emily. I like the most popular shit ever made. Yeah, like Star Wars and food. And sleeping. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Food, sleeping, and Star Wars. I want to die. Hey, go easy on him. You know, she's it's her. They're letting her write. <laughs> we we got to champion the little victories. Where yeah, oh we gotta we gotta gas her up. So it's usually men. <laughs> it's usually men. Yeah. Okay, I gotta finish. Will is decidedly not church camp material, but for that reason precisely, he's actually the perfect candidate for church camp. This is a kid who's bouncing around the foster care center. Blah 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 blah. Okay. Uh, and it's not like their lives have been perfect either. Avery lost her own mom years ago. Wait, is that a character flaw that <laughs> she lost her mom? <laughs> yeah, she's kind of a broken person. <laughs> but maintains her faith in God because she knows life without Christ is no life at all. George has been bullied for his unique personality, but the acceptance he receives at Camp Awikoi gives him the confidence he needs to push through, knowing that there are people who love him for being Weird. Teens who attend camp a week away might be a week away from having their lives changed, but viewers who watch a week away are only an hour and a half away from the same. Ladies and gentlemen, friends and folks, Emily Emily Clark. Emily Clark is my favorite author. Joan Didion who? Roxanne Gay what? It's Emily (laughs) Clark. 
That's what we call a conclusion. <laughs> okay, we have to rate this. It's past ten. Oh, we have God. to rate this. I want to roast. You know how it goes. For the next twenty minutes. We're giving a roaster toast. Roast uh, toast. We send it to heaven. Thumbs up. Uh, roast thumbs down goes to hell. Or if we're not sure, purgatory. By the way, what if I stumble by DC Talk? That would have fit in great with the narrative at some point. What if I stumble? Any DC Talk. What if Truly, I like, yeah. Yeah, that's good. What if I stumble? Or Kevin Max is popping off on Twitter too much. They didn't want to mess around with that situation. Yeah. <laughs> they can't have hey, we were going to include him, but he says he's a Maxist on Twitter. <laughs> Someone did that's say right. something about a Jesus freak. They did, but I don't believe they were referring yeah. to the song. Because Jesus freaks as a term existed for like... Forever. Before that song, yeah, I think it was coined in the. I mean, because Tiny Dancer, it was in the that's 70s. Yeah, Jesus yeah. Freaks by Phil Collins. Jesus, I think Jesus Freaks was. I mean, this is another time I'd love to talk to you guys about. I've been doing a lot of research on the Jesus movement in the 70s. Yes. It's so interesting, especially here in for California. whatever reason. All right, Caroline, <laughs> what do you give it? Roast your toast. Oh my God, I give it a toast. Um, I like I. I thought this was a nice movie. It's not a great movie, but I was thinking like if you have kids and you let them watch religious media, this is this is some of the best stuff you can do. Sure, it's fun. It's light. It's cute. People kiss. Um, they're very wholesome, mm-hmm. and I don't think anyone's gonna walk away from this feeling bad. Alyssa, we turn to you. Did you walk away feeling bad? I give it a roast because I. When I watch something like this, this is the thing for me. And Caroline just gave a great, like, point for, like, if you have kids or whatever. But if you're someone like me who's just, like, a loser <laughs> who doesn't have kids. And you have a dog. You're stuff, not a loser if you have a yeah, dog. Yeah, but, I mean, I want to watch stuff that, like, that's, like, cringy that I can make fun of. And it didn't have that. Oh, like, no, it, yeah. This you is know useless what I mean? in that And way. that's why it was, like, kind of boring to me. I yeah. was like, you- let's get, like, I wanted it to be more, like, Christian-y so that I could make fun of it. Do you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. You want to sink it? your teeth into no. it. And it, it was yeah. like, here's a marshmallow. Yeah. It was, was, it like, was not uh, didactic. This is what Christian yeah. media is now. It's like they've become sentient enough to be bland and inoffensive. Bland for me. Like, it's like, I know that mm. sounds weird, but I, I would have preferred it to be like, uh, uh, what's that movie with... Um, Homophobic. Kevin um, Sorbo. No. God's <laughs> Not Dead. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I but was like, hoping a God's Not Dead camp counts. But like the bad boy gets run over by a car for not accepting Christ and being yeah. with his adopted <laughs> And then it's a good thing. It's oh a beautiful God. thing. <laughs> yeah, no, this movie is not defensive at all. It's yeah, very I was like, hoping oh, for some of that so that I could like bite back, but it was just like pretty run yeah. of the mill. Yeah. yeah all right. I'm you know what? I'm 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 joining Caroline and giving it a toast. This oh movie, God. for better and for worse, as Alyssa has pointed out, is hyper competent. Everyone is good in this movie. Mm-hmm. There are no mm-hmm. bad actors in this movie. Sherry Shepard did make me laugh a couple of times in this movie. Yes. When she said, I don't even know what Apocalypse Now is, that did remind me of conversations Caroline and I <laughs> <laughs> Never seen it. <laughs> I'm never by. Yeah, I don't, who cares? <laughs> um, it is hyper confident though. This movie is a compromise. Someone didn't get their way. Someone wanted this to be like, mm. can we just do a fun, you know, Camp Rock knockoff? Someone said, can I make this a CCM Fantasia of people born in 1984? And the two yes. met in the middle, like peanut butter 
and chocolate and made a Reese's Pieces of a movie that kind of tastes okay. It doesn't taste bad. It doesn't taste amazing, though. Yeah. And that's what this movie is. It's a compromise, and it is very watchable. And I did like a lot of the dancing and choreography at different parts. Maybe I thought I'm the- just bitter that I wasn't in it. <laughs> <laughs> you should have. You really should have been in this movie. No, after I finished watching, I'm like, do I pivot to like, should I move to Nashville? You know, yeah. I know Tyler, Mr. Huckabee. He's there. He'll be my friend. Let's yeah. just freaking right, hyper competent, inoffensive, faith based yeah. movies. Oh, I'm basically it. one foot in, and I think Kevin is a Christian Wiggles. Like I could ride that coat. Wait, what? Christian Wiggles? What the hell? I <laughs> know you're doing children's media. No. <laughs> Christian Wiggles. <laughs> no, I do like a little gopher, but he's a Let's fundamentalist. Let's make a VBS movie, actually. VBS <laughs> <laughs> would be yeah, that'd be an interesting movie. Okay, well, we're not the final word. Go to at Christian Fun Pod on Twitter. You can give it a roast. You can give it a toast yourself, but just get out there and, go to the polls. and we don't believe in voter suppression. We want you to we get out there and it. vote. We did it, Joe. We will bring you water in line. And now we're bringing it down to a more worshipful space. Time for our dogs to snore gently next to us on our little beds. And we're not here to promote ourselves or plug our projects. We're here to lift them up to the Lord. We start with Caroline. Promote me to God at Caroline's Farts. <laughs> and um, promote you to I mean, God. Like, your your <laughs> job should be God. Forget promote <laughs> me to the level of God. Promote social media wise, I want to be a social media icon. Okay. Um, and I'm going to lift up a show I watched on HBO Max called Three Busy Debras. Um, it's great. I think it was based on sketch show that these girls did they're so funny more, yeah that's, it's so funny i can't even explain the tone of the show just enjoy it you're gonna have a good time it's very silly and good google three busy Debras 9-11 um <laughs> you won't be disappointed i'm not kidding they did some incredible stuff i love them yes mitra is very funny uh all right we turn it to Alyssa sapo guys you can find me on twitter and instagram at Alyssa underscore sabo Okay. And then <laughs> and TikTok. Oh, yeah, on TikTok, no underscore. The talk, dominating on the and talk. I'd like to plug dominating on the talk, and then I'd like to plug. Um, I'd like to plug rollerblading. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of it. Knee pads, but or you no know knee what? Pads? No, no knee pads. Wow. And I don't I always have to. I just sometimes I I rollerblade for twelve miles and. I don't make content. And I know you guys are shocked to hear that. That's fine. <laughs> but yeah, I really, no, but it's so good. I think you if you're feeling stuck and you're wanting to feel like free and if you're able, mm-hmm. rollerblading is a good source. I got That's skates. Good. I'd love to meet up with you sometime in a park. Oh my gosh, let's do it. I should get some rollerblades too because those are probably a little Yeah, rollerblades are easier for me. I, I know. I used to do it as a kid. I need to get back into it. Are spency. I'm always looking for them. Well, everything's spency. Like, Mine were 60, they but were? they're cheap. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you, Alyssa Sabo. You can lift me You're up welcome. at Kevin T. Porter everywhere. I'm going to lift up a little movie I watched that's like technically not a movie or technically a movie, depending on who you ask, but it's called Mangrove. It was written or co written, but directed by Steve McQueen, who did Widows and 12 Years a Slave. It is an excellent excellent courtroom drama movie 
about mm. events in the UK around 1971. I'm not going to do it justice if I try to describe it, but it's on Amazon Prime. Thank you, Daddy Bezos. We love you. I'm going to kiss your beautiful bald head while I piss in a bottle your for you. and bald your, head and say thank you. In my ununionized warehouse. Love my quick shipping. Thank it, you. It's part of Small Acts, which is a series of films by Steve McQueen. It's the first one. Mangrove, it is... Trans- it's so good. It's so I was so amped by the end of it. It was very lovely. Y'all should watch it. Uh, it's a movie where everyone learns to man their grove. Oh, you're going to feel bad about that after you watch the movie, Caroline. You're going to be like, why did I make that little oh, joke now? You assume that I'm going to watch the movie, Candy. <laughs> I think you would like oh. it. I think you would really like it. I probably would. Yeah. Uh, you can lift us up a Christian. <laughs> hey, you can't mouth that. <laughs> <laughs> you can lift us up at Christian Fun Pod everywhere. You can go to patreon.com slash good Christian fun for more good Christian fun. It is popping this week. This week, I believe I talk about how stressed out I am to get a dog because <laughs> it was recorded right. in the past. And you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Every review you leave, we donate a dollar to charity. This month's charity for one last time in the month of March is the House H-O-U-S-E GoFundMe. Alyssa Sabo, we love you. Thank you for stepping in. Love you guys. Thank you for Thank you saving so us today. Thank it's you for rocking at camp with us. And there's in nothing left to say except for an all pods people good. said. For me and Demi, it was Camp Cock. <laughs> for me and Demi, it was Camp Cock. <laughs> Don't take this out of context and send it to Demi. Caroline, <laughs> send me that link. Wait, <laughs> hang on. Hang on. I think I got someone that wants to pray. If he has another dog, if it's another dog, <laughs> he's got two dogs. Two dogs. <laughs> Dexter, you need to get little headphones for Dexter. Oh, I should. He needs because he can't hear. He needs to monitor what's going on. And all of Bart's people said, "Amen." Bark, 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 bark. Okay, what song? What song do y'all want to go out on? From the movie, place in this world. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, a good one. Let's do that. That's a good one. Because I'm still trying to find it. This is a place in this world sung by two teenagers that don't give a shit who Michael W. Smith is. <laughs> don't care. Don't look him up. All right, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.